Hello and welcome to Babe Cave. I am Amanda Pollock and this is the offline episode. So I recorded this episode originally um, months ago and things have changed. <laughs> we are in a global pandemic. Um, you, we're told that you know we still have about a year, year and a half maybe until there's a vaccine, until we can go quote-unquote back to normal. But something is that's interesting um, as some of the episodes um, that I had previously recorded, some of them, you know, have similar themes or ideas, you know, or whatever, um, kind of around all of this. And so something that I thought was just interesting with this is how much this episode applied, even though I had a recorded it months ago, which was that I was stepping away from social media. I was doing a social media detox. I'd gotten to a point where I felt such anxiety logging into anything. And I I kind of was doing it just out of this habit, out of this thing of like, I'm, you know, what if I miss out on a funny meme or a trending topic or, you know, people send me messages, you know, you just have all of these thoughts. And little did I know that that time away, um, I came back maybe a month ago, um, all of that time away, though, really prepared me for self-isolation. And so um, I I just wanted to share a little bit about, like, what I experienced as I stepped away from that, but also how I feel like that's helped me in this time um, as someone who, you know, is just trying to figure this out like everyone else. Um, so I I really stepped away from social uh, just because I needed to clear my head. I felt like and the biggest thing, honestly, was I felt that I was consuming so much more than I was creating. And that's such a problem, right? Like, if you're creative or you're productive, you know, you have things that you want to do, uh, social can... And, and this also isn't like to you know, come down hard on social media. It's just that it can hinder some of our stuff. Like I, um, I love Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, and if you're not familiar with Gary V, he's a serial entrepreneur and, uh, has all kinds of shows. He's actually doing this really neat thing right now on YouTube called Tea with Gary V. And it's, uh, live interviews with people who call into the show and they have chats about, you know, how to do life right now. Um, and it's it's probably some of my favorite content that he's ever done. If you've ever watched like Ask Gary V or any of his other stuff, he's very um, blunt and, you know, cuts straight to the chase. But this, he um, just kind of lets people talk and they develop this like good rapport and he's listening more and he's able to kind of dig deeper into people's questions. So if you're into um, entrepreneurial and motivational stuff, Tea with Gary Vee, you can find it on YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, whatever. But um, something that he says, you know, a lot with with social and stuff um, and sorry, I lost my train of thought, so I hope all of this makes sense. But, um, you know, something that he has said over, like, the 
over years or, you know, whatever. It's like, there's kind of this thing of like, you should be a lot of places, um, you know, if you want to grow your business. But then he also says, and this is something that people don't hear all the time. He's like, but you have to do what makes you happy. And he's also a huge proponent of, you know, people just think that they're supposed to be, you know, if you're, oh, okay. And now I'm, I'm coming back around to it. Now I figured out what I was going to say. But um, that you think that you're watching these videos and you think that that's doing stuff that you're actually not doing. And I had to think about that for myself because I was like, yeah, I'm consuming a lot of stuff. I'm a forever learner. I love learning. Um, if I could be in school forever, I probably would do it. But I realized that I was consuming so much more than I was creating and it was causing this anxiety within me and that I wasn't giving myself space just to think and be because, you know, these, these apps and these platforms are created to create, to create addiction in us, you know, that we all know the research that there is about, um, you know, once you post something that your anxiety levels go up because you'll come back and you'll check the likes, you'll check the comments, you'll check whatever. And so I had to make the conscious decision just to step away and to not let that affect me. And, you know, there's there's thoughts that you have because now um, social media for so many of us like is our Rolodex, right? So um, that's how people will find us. That's how we stay in touch with people. And something that I really started thinking about was like, um, and this was right around the time of the tornado in Nashville. Um, we had two, and I don't know the levels of tornadoes. I didn't grow up with tornadoes, so I don't know, but we had two deadly tornadoes that blew through one that blew through, um, North and East Nashville, and then another one that started very close after that and and blew up um, the county next to us. And so we were reeling from that about a week and a half before all of this stuff happened, right? Um, before the national emergency for coronavirus was announced. But even before that, um, you know, here it was just like, whoa, what's happening? This feels so bizarre. And social is great for natural disasters and emergencies, right? Like I, um, I've shared on the show before how um, during uh, fires out west, that's how you know you you even learned about them. Um, it was 2017 um, for the Tubbs fire in Sonoma in Santa Rosa, um, Sonoma County. And then it blew up everywhere. But um, that was how people were. Um, I had a, my friend Amanda was on. It was the rebuilding episode. And it was a Facebook alert that was the only thing that she was able to get through, like that actually came through. And she normally had notifications turned off. She's like, I don't even know how it, it got on. But, um, you know, that was how people knew how to evacuate. That was how people were communicating. So it can be, you know, a really important tool. But I felt for myself for at least a while I needed to really just pare things down and not worry about Instagram and who was on there and, and who was doing what and, um, you know, the same for any other platform. So when I decided to come back, though, 
um, it felt so much different because I think too, I didn't feel this need to be on there because I'd been able to spend time by myself. I'd been able to fill my time and my mind and all of that, like with other things like reading or, or, I mean, like I'm like a documentary junkie. I, you know, love doing research. I was working on, um, some, some personal things that I'll, I'll share about in, um, a future episode, but, It's really actually easy to fill your time with things that are not social. And I was so afraid of not knowing if certain things were happening or, you know, or what was happening in people's lives. And I had to remind myself that, especially it was interesting, like during the tornado, there were people who texted me in the middle of the night. There were people who texted me right away or the next day or whatever to check on me. And for the most part, those are people who I'm in contact with regularly. Like those are people who know me. Those are people who, you know, it's the birthday, it's the, you know, whatever that you hear from them. And, you know, you get into this thing, especially when you're online, where you believe that, oh, I'm scrolling and I see so-and-so, um you know, and I talked about this in Instagram, the Instagram versus reality episode, but like you, you see what other people are doing and you feel like, oh, I know what you, I know what happened with that. Right. Like I know, um, I know how you feel. I, um, I saw that you broke up with so-and-so or, you know, I saw that now you're engaged. That's so exciting. But the truth is, is that for me, at least it's like, if that person wouldn't, I don't know, text you or call you or something or whatever, how close are you really? And I just realized the relationships that were authentic, like real friendships, and then the people who I should consider just more acquaintances. I think we associate friends with, you know, this certain level of whatever, but um, we're not really friends with as many people as we think we are. Um, So that was interesting. And then uh, you know, another thing too, on like just the missing stuff, I would still have friends. They'd be like, Oh, did you, you know, I sent you whatever on Instagram. I was like, Oh, I'm not logged in. So then they would just screenshot it or send it to me outside of that. Like I still ended up seeing most of that stuff. Nobody was offended. Nobody was, you know, um, like, Oh, I, I feel, you know, you never responded to me or whatever. And so it it you know it wasn't as and I didn't think that it was scary but it was like I didn't miss that much. You know, like you don't if you don't know what you're missing then you're not missing anything, right? Like you only quote unquote like think you are I don't know why I said quote unquote but you only think you're missing stuff because you see that you're missing stuff. But if you don't know like what other people are doing or sending you, you don't really care. Um like you're not really that upset about it. But um as I am coming back into social media, I decided um, to do that, one, because of the tornadoes. Um, it just kind of felt like a good time, but also because I um, went through a course again. Um, Hillary Rushford, she has a course called Instagram with Intention, and I had done that a f- couple years ago. And it's a really good course, but I think at the time I wasn't I guess like really ready for it, but it's really just, um, 
it is Instagram, but I would say that it's like all social media, but it's just like, what's your intention behind it? And it's coming at it from the intention of building a business. So this isn't just like for your friends and your family, which a lot of our social media is like, you know, if you're trying to build a business or whatever, um, it can be a hard transition. And I realized the reason why I didn't, I'm not super into social media, like it gives me anxiety is some because it is a place of the people you knew in high school being your friends and pretending and, you know, thinking that you need to still follow them and still, you know, pretend that you have this interest in your life. And you want to know the truth is that it's just a huge energy suck. It really is. It's like you can wish people the very best. You can wish that they have wonderful, beautiful lives. But I got to tell you, I can't, I don't really care about your keto journey or that you're pregnant with your fourth child. I, you know, or the, you know, that you guys got dressed up to go out to eat after church. Like, that's great that you wanted to take a picture and you're happy and, you know, all of that stuff. But I don't really want to see it. And it sounds so bad. And that's not like all of my friends, but that's like the people who like, if you saw out, you'd be like, oh, hey, whatever. Like, that's nice. Good to see you. We should get together. And you never do. Like, I'm not talking about like, those are the people I'm talking about. I'm not talking about friends who you're like, oh my gosh. Yes. When you're in town, for sure. We'll see each other. Like, you know, their parents or you just know, like, you're really close. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you know what I mean? Um, so I unfriended and unfollowed a lot of people, um, because the truth is, is that like, if I want to spend time on a thing, I should at least see some things that I like. So, you know, and it's, and the, the truth is too, is that I even, I mean, I don't know. You just have to think about like what you're doing, what you're on that platform for, what you really want to be seeing. So, um, and I don't feel guilty about that. I don't feel, I'm not judging myself about that at all. There's even, you know, some friends who I'm like, I don't really want to see this stuff that you have. I'll see you in real life. Like, I'll see you. Cool. We can see that. I don't necessarily want to look at your pictures. And some people don't really have pretty pictures. I don't know. Anyway, um, but I came back at it with an intention, like with an intention of, I want to spread stuff for my business. That's all for a future episode. But you know, I, I need to do it with some kind of purpose because when I don't have a purpose or I don't have a focus, I don't have a reason why I'm on there. I don't like how I feel. And that's not great. Like you need to feel good about the stuff that you're doing and where you're putting your energy. So when I came at it with that intention, it feels so much better because I don't feel like I'm just trying to keep up with it to keep up with everyone else, trying to keep up with it to show you who my friends are, who, you know, and that's the personal and the professional goes back and forth and to each his own. Um, But I just decided for me that I needed to do something that had a focus, had a purpose, didn't make me feel overwhelmed and anxious. And knowing that I can always step away and that whatever I'm building, whatever I believe that I'm doing, it's not completely contingent on social media. So how that's helping me in self-isolation. Um, 
I mean, to be honest, the thing that is really nice, and I've heard a lot of people say like, you know, and and I see too that how social media can help people in this time feel less alone, especially if you live by yourself or you're in a rural area um, or, you know, you're not close to um, friends or family who you can social distance with. I've seen a lot of people who are like, yeah, come over to my house and we'll be six feet apart, you know, whatever. Um, so I know that social is really good for a lot of people, but it's interesting because I guess in this time, I actually think like, yeah, like there's some stuff that I've seen, like there's some really good memes. I mean, let's be real. There's some really good ones, but for the most part, we're all just talking about the same thing, which feels weird, right? Like we are having this group experience, no matter where you are, what you're doing. Um, it's a group experience, but we're all just kind of talking about the same stuff for the most part. So there's part of it where it's like, cool. I don't want to keep looking at stuff about quarantine or whatever. You know, you kind of get to that point. Um, at least I do where it's like, can we talk about anything else? Um, and I, you know, I, I don't need to be scrolling, you know, social to try and fill my time when I'm just seeing a lot of the same stuff, which, um, then could just remind me even more of the state that we're really in, then causing more anxiety, then causing more. I mean, and and I want to say there's some really cool stuff going on on social. Like, don't get me wrong. I mean, the amount of lives that are happening, um, you know, the collaborations that people are doing just because people are at home. There's a lot of, you know, interviews and stuff that you can see that you wouldn't really be able to otherwise. There's a lot of cool stuff happening. So I want to say that. But for myself, I don't want to be scrolling the whole time just looking at stuff reminding me of like, we're in this global pandemic. Not that I've forgotten, but it just gets to be a lot. So, um, you know, unplugging in that way has previously has been really good for me now because I... I feel that I'm relying more on myself, trying to keep myself calm, knowing when to step away from things, knowing when I've consumed too much, thinking about this too much, worrying about X, you know, Y and Z too much. I know how to shut that off. And, you know, something that's really helped is meditation, but then also journaling. Also, not always having to fill my time with stuff like a lot of a lot of people say that they get on social because they're bored. So I've just let myself be bored. I think that's okay. And we're really getting to a place now where we've probably watched all of the things we can watch. We've probably done most of the things that we can do um, for a lot of this stuff. So, you know, you're you're probably going stir crazy, but sometimes it's okay to be bored. Sometimes it's okay not to have a million things that you're doing. Um, so, and it's funny, like it's not, it's nothing like revolutionary, but it was just this small thing of like stepping away from social media. I feel like it gave me so much more space to think 
And it's scary to have white space. It's scary to have, you know, a brain space that is unoccupied. But, you know, my only piece of um, advice, even if it is advice, in this time is to see what it feels like to, if you feel anxious and you feel overwhelmed, you know, to go offline. Because it's hard, especially now when you are online more than ever. You're in conference calls. You're doing Zoom workouts, you know, with um, your gym or trainers or, you know, whatever. Like, we really are all living online. And it can be a lot. You know, it can be overwhelming. So even if it's, I don't know, sitting outside or on your front porch or whatever it is, just try and spend a little bit of time where you're not trying to do stuff just to fill the void, just to fill the silence, just to fill um, the to to fill to fill something so you don't have to think about the chaos. And um, because at least in my experience, when I've slowed down and I've stepped away from that stuff, it reduces that anxiety. It reduces that stress. And I'm somehow able to regain some kind of control. I feel like um, right now we feel that we don't have any control. We are, you know, you're adjusting to stuff and then all of a sudden you're freaking out because you're like, how long is this going to end? Or how long is this going to last? Like, when is this going to end? And nobody knows. Like, no, nobody knows anything. And that's, you know, also a really scary thing. But if you find yourself just going stir crazy, going um, just into this like really deep place where you're just constantly filling. Um, Maybe just step away and go offline because, you know, that honestly now is probably the best time to step away from some of that stuff because you're not really going to miss anything, you know? No one's hanging out with people. No one's, you know, doing stuff. Like, it's okay. You can actually go off for an entire week or whatever and no one's really going to notice. Um, no one can really do anything, you know, groundbreaking. Um at least, you know, in the sense of, you know, just people who are self-isolating and um, and staying home. There isn't really a whole lot that we're missing. So this might be the best time to go offline and just to figure out some things that you really want. Because that was another thing that I realized is that I had so much noise and so many things in my ears um, that I couldn't really hear myself and I couldn't hear the things that I really loved. I couldn't really... Um, allow myself to listen to myself. That was a huge thing because it's really easy to, especially with social, um, there's just so much noise that I think we use it as a really good reason to like not listen to what we really want to do or what we feel like we should be doing. And I feel like for the first time in a long time, I'm really able to hear myself and listen to myself and and I know what I want and I know who Amanda is in a way that I haven't known for a really, really long time. So if, especially in this time, like I think a lot of us are 
are scared and confused in this way of like, well, everything that we've known is definitely going to change. How are we going to move forward? What is this going to look like? You know, maybe this really is the time where you can ask yourself those questions of who who you want to be, you know, what are the things you really want to do now that, you know, the world has really become quiet. You know, this could be an amazing opportunity to make a shift, to do something different, to really listen to what you want deep down inside, like what your heart is whispering to you. It's funny, Oprah has this quote about, you know, God whispering to you, the universe whispering to you, um, they'll say something, you know, the universe will say something and you're like, huh, that's kind of funny. And they'll whisper it again. And you're like, wow, that's like a coincidence. And then it builds up to all of this stuff. And then it becomes blocks of whispers that are just being thrown at you. And God's like, can you just wake up? And and I've had that again for a future episode, but I've had that. and And I've thought a lot about this though, is that if it wasn't for my time stepping away from social, I don't know how much I'd really be able to hear those whispers. I don't know how much I would really be able to take that in and be like, I I think this is what my next step is. And I would even say, that even as I've come back into using social media, I have gained this new consciousness that I feel that I can, I heard even more whispers of like, okay, I need to just trust myself and I need to listen to myself and this is the right move for me. So, you know, I I say that as some encouragement, you know, if that helps you and if it doesn't, (laughs) sorry, Um, but I'm not sorry, but you know, it's, we're all just figuring this out, right? Um, But I hope that you know, even if you decide to just go offline or whatever, even for a day or an afternoon or something, um, I hope you give yourself an opportunity to hear things that maybe you didn't know you needed to hear. Um, give yourself time and space just to figure out some things that you really want. Don't feel pressure to be all everywhere just because you can't be other places. You know, it's really easy just to be like, oh, I need to be on all of the social and talking to all the people because I can't go outside or, you know, you can't do whatever. I mean, I've just been making more FaceTime dates with people. I've been calling people who I love. I mean, anyone who knows me knows that I'm not like a quick five-minute chat kind of gal. But um, so I've been having a lot of like multi-hour conversations with people. But that's fine because I think most of us are. But um. But anyway, I hope this finds you well. I hope you're um, staying as sane as you can. Um, and and yeah, that's that's really all I have for you. I don't have the answers. These are just some words of encouragement that I hope find you well. But um, thank you so much for tuning in. And um, yeah, that's really it. I can't wait to be with you next week. Thanks, friend.